Pulled up, made my appearance. You can't sit with us without clearance. That lame shit, never let it near us. And your girl will choose my team because you still living with your parents. Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is a pop culture audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of pop culture source material, in this case, Keeping Up with the Kardashians Season 1, comb through it, highlighting some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you're in the right place. If you're not into that, you're still in the right place. You're just going to learn something different. My name is Keela, and I'm sorry about the froggy voice today. I'm your co-host, Jasmine. This is Brynn. Are you all ready to dive in? Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. We're going to get into it, friends, with the recap of season one, episode six of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We'll recap the episode and then tear it apart and then move into some other relevant pop culture news. So season one, episode six of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is called You Are So Pregnant, Dude, and that is subtle foreshadowing. It's 22 minutes long, and I have to start this off by saying we did lie to our auditors last time, and we did promise a shorty episode, and that was, was I know I saw that. Yeah, that yeah. is out of pocket. Yeah. Who did that? Uh, I think Jasmine is the one who dropped yeah, the it shorty. Was me. It was me. It was me. You had me confused. <laughs> I was so glad when I sat down to watch the episode because I wasn't spiritually prepared for Shorty yet. So I was really Neither. pleased with the fluff we were served. But I will tell you That's it is. next week. It's coming next. I watched yes. the coming next scenes and I might die when we watch it. So here we go. The first line of the episode is, I don't really feel well. I think I need something to eat, like a little snackaroo. <laughs> and that's Courtney to Chloe. I use snackaroo. Okay. It's cute. Um, I actually really love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Courtney feels nauseous. Do we know where this is going? Chloe takes her to the bathroom and shuts her in and grills her about her period. Courtney says she can't be pregnant, even though she forgets her birth control all the time. So they go out and buy a lot of different pregnancy tests. Did you all see that? Like multiple brands of pregnancy yeah. tests for some Diversity reason? Diversity and inclusion. Yeah, it was. It was a, div- it was a diverse sample set. Courtney pees on the stick. They keep showing the stick, and it's yellow with pee, which for some reason like, it freaked really me out. Weird. It was on like tissues <laughs> on the counter. I was like, please don't show Ugh. this again. What? No more yellow pee stick. So it's so staged and so awkward, but also that's like really pee. So the test comes back. <laughs> it has pee. one and a half lines, which means that she's pregnant, right? Like one and a half lines means that you're pregnant. But they don't seem sure. They think maybe it means she might be pregnant. And I literally don't think that's how pregnancy Because it's a full – it's not the full line. So they're like, oh, maybe not. That's not how it works. What we know from COVID is that that is not how it works. Right? Yes. Like COVID Any and pregnancy line. are the same test for the but It's the same test. We should have been yeah. using those the whole time. We should have. Instead of peeing on it, swab your nose. So Courtney wants to call Scott to come over and tell him. Uh, she picks up the wall-mounted bathroom conference phone <laughs> to make that phone call uh, so that he can come over. Meanwhile, storyline B, Kendall and Kylie are looking at puppies on that bubble iMac that every girl wanted in 2006 and they have in their bedroom. Feels very irresponsible to have that computer in their bedroom. They go ask Caitlin if they can get a dog, another dog, just to be clear. 
because they already have some dogs that we never see. Caitlin says no. Scott comes over. Courtney and Chloe sit down to tell him. They tell him she might be pregnant because the line is blurry. Scott says he wishes she had told him by themselves, which seems very reasonable that he would not want Chloe there in this moment. Courtney is so confused. She says this pregnancy test thing is driving her insane. These are very strange reactions. This is all fake. They are having this conversation also in Chris and Caitlin's bedroom with a stripper pole in the background, if we notice that. Okay, back to the dog storyline. Chris is now looking at dogs with Kendall and Kylie. She says, let's go to the pet shop, but we are not going to buy anything. And we all know, readers, that those are the most famous of last words when it comes to parenting. Yes. They're absolutely <laughs> getting a dog. Um, also, it did strike me as hilarious and just sort of like a time skip moment that in the early aughts, we were all just like totally casual and fine about purchasing like designer dogs. Like I feel like we now will be discussing this. Right. Okay, good. Yes. We will be good discussing this. All caps in my notes. It's called Posh Puppy. I hate California. <laughs> uh, Chris says, some, says something every little girl wants is a little white fluffy dog. Incorrect. I did not ever want that when I was a child. Me either. Wait, really? Ugh. Those tiny dog. Like, we'll get to it. They're the worst. guinea pig. Yeah, They're sure. giving guinea pig. Mm. Chris breaks down and says they can get the dog. Surprise, surprise. Okay, I will also sidebar and say, like, the girls kind of look adorable and wholesome in this, and it kind of made me sad because they were, like, really cute. They're kids. Yeah. They're literally yeah. kids when this is being shot. Yeah. Ugh. They bring Ugh. the dog home. And you guys are never going to believe this. They are worried about what Caitlin will think about this. <laughs> and their ongoing. plan is to hide the dog from her. And maybe she'll never find out. This has worked in every previous episode. So I don't know why it wouldn't work now. Meanwhile, Courtney and Scott are at the doctor to take a proper pregnancy test. She pees in a cup, gets on the exam table, like in the stirrups and everything, even though that is absolutely not necessary to determine pregnancy. She was pregnancy. getting an exam while she was there. Do it all in an one. An impromptu pap? Like, I might be pregnant. She's a brave let's woman. Let's just do the She's full like, show. Oh, no. do it while I'm here. Yeah, let's just knock it out. What? It was not read on the so weird. Yeah, like, let's just do it all while I'm here. An apologist. An apologist. Yes, and yes. All I'm saying. No, literally, yes. she's like, let's just do the test. No, yes. You just go do pee in a cup. You, you don't have to take off your you underwear the, yeah. and put a, a curtain no, on. No, when they're right. doing the when they're doing the cervical exam. Is that what they called? don't have to do a cervical yeah, exam. They don't do a cervical exam. Know, to determine if you're pregnant. Annual visit. They already discussed no, the pee. And she's like, while well, I'm here using my insurance, let me just get the test, like in my exam. Oh, my God. That was my uh, You oh, are flipping yourself. Why every, else? Week. every week. Why else that every week. I have a statement on that. I know. Wow. <laughs> We're going to find out that she's related. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, like Kardashian. <laughs> Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. Oh, God. Scott is Talk chilling crank. in the waiting room this entire time like an absolute douchebag. Like, what is happening with Scott in the waiting room? He's literally wearing sunglasses in the waiting room. Um, also, the doctor's office exterior shots say things like medical center and professional center. So I'm convinced they're on a set somewhere, and this is not at all an actual medical office. Courtney straps on her strappy heels. The suspense is killing us. She comes out to see Scott, <laughs> and she says, I am not pregnant. And he says, thank God. Woo! On the way home, Courtney takes out her BlackBerry with a purple case 
Now, that's what every girl wanted when we were children, FYI, to call Chloe and tell her the news. Chloe is so excited. She says, let's go to Vegas and get wasted. Now they're all at the ranch as a family, and they are actually going to Vegas. Like, they're all pretending it's because Courtney isn't pregnant, and it's so weird. And I'm left in this moment understanding that they had no fucking plan for this show whatsoever. They were None. winging it day None. by day. <laughs> None. Let readers so know I'm agreeing. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Thank you. Let That's the record good. reflect. Let the record show. Yeah. A party bus pulls up to drive them to Vegas. There is no bathroom on the bus. There's also a stripper pole on the party bus. So that's a theme. Caitlin, Kylie, and Kendall are staying behind. Whew, we hope Caitlin doesn't find the dog. Okay, so apparently Chris is one of those people that has to pee a lot. I've known some of those people in my life, and it's really annoying. And it's panicking her that she can't pee on this bus, and it's stressing everyone out. Back at home, Kendall's hiding the small dog from her parent. It's probably fine. Okay, we cut back to the party bus, and y'all, it is disgusting. <laughs> like, there's snacks everywhere on this bus, and you can just tell, like, smells like people. It's gross. The bus pulls over to gas station. Chris goes out in the rain to pee on the side of the road instead of just going inside the gas station. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people. Uh, somebody drives by and sees her. It's all very humiliating. Okay, they finally get to Vegas. They're at the Palms. I do want to sidebar and say that the Palms – I've been to the Palms. I had a great time. It's off the strip, so it's like old Vegas. It's still a really nice place. I'm not going to shit on the Palms. I'm just going to say that it's like- I am. 2005 Kardashian level, right? It's not the best of the best when you're in Vegas. That's why. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's just not that- Yeah, it's very But they did walk barefoot through the hotel, like in their room. Like, they thought it was nice enough. Oh, so walk barefoot? I mean, they don't know. They, we're just seeing that they're just they're getting their sea legs at this point, but it is I didn't not see a them score. Barefoot, oof, Ugh. Um, so they're in the fantasy suite, and I say that these people are trash and will do anything for free shit. Uh, they go to the club in Vegas, which is presumably part of the whole deal, actual deal that they're there, right? Like they're doing Probably. this appearance, so they get this free suite. Scott and Courtney leave the drug, the the drug, the club early, and they oh. are so drunk. Scott is slurring his, his words, and Courtney is doing this, like, cutesy little smile while biting her tongue. Can we do it really quick? Because we are recording. She's like, <laughs> that? Well, she's like, it looks she's like, so natural. tongue b- between her teeth and like, sort of half smiles, and it is sickening. Ugh. Scott says, ask her if he can ask her to marry him, and she is like, what do you even mean? Oh, my God. They decide to get married the next day. It sounds fine. We wake up in this tacky-ass <laughs> fantasy suite. Like, this is ugly. It is leather. Yeah. It is red and black. Like, okay, so I thought, it was, 2007. I thought it was ugly. So no, ugly. 2007 in, in Vegas. I was so impressed. Ma'am. Like, that has like, to gross. track. Like, it is on t- It like, looks on like a Sybaris. Like, I don't want to be there, but I love it for them. Mm. Ugh. All right. The family's eating breakfast. Courtney and Scott are still in bed talking about their plans to get married, presumably hungover. A good marriage plan always starts with, do you remember when we talked about getting married last night? They join the rest of the family for breakfast and announce to the family that a car is coming at 2 p.m. to take them to the chapel. This goes over like a ton of bricks. Uh, Chris says, I am totally devastated. And then she says, we haven't even had an engagement party yet. (laughs) That's in my notes. No fucking sense. I did laugh. 
Uh, it was from the heart. Chris, she said it from the heart too. That no, that was an authentic. Reaction. That was a hundred percent realist moment yeah. of the show. Weird. That's a weird reaction. Chris sits down with Kim to share her concerns about the wedding. Kim says, "I got married when I was nineteen. When you were twenty-eight, you had four kids." And Chris really seems to take that to heart. Can't argue that logic. I loved that quote. We, I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." So those are facts. We cut to the chapel. Chloe says. This is the same wedding chapel that Britney Spears got married in. Now we know that Courtney and Scott are going to last forever. <laughs> I did not go back and Google like where we were at this moment. And Brittany, like, was that a Me shitty either. comment? But we don't know. We presume yes, it was a it shitty was. comment because Chloe doesn't say anything yes. that's not shitty. It was, it was uh, Brittany was, uh, what, how long was she married? I think it was like 72 hours. Oh, or yeah, that marriage. Not we the got it in marriage. Yeah, yeah no, no, got no. it. The first one. So they start planning the wedding. And I say, this is so fake, you guys. It is painful to watch. Okay, and I will sidebar and say, y'all are going to drag me for this. I kind of loved Chris's weird little Michael Jackson shirt with the buttons and like the gold threads in between. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Was it was like marching I did. I thought my fashion notes because marching band, Billy mm-hmm. Pulitzer, meets Billy Pulitzer. It was something. I love it. It was Chris giving something. Up this episode, she ate us up. In the outside the, the chapel, yes, we're gonna get there. We had a little there. boot. Let's go. Okay, now Courtney is wearing a wedding dress and a veil, and she is maybe having second thoughts. Scott is wearing a white suit jacket and sunglasses. He looks very much the same as he did in the waiting room of the fake doctor's office. Uh, Chris is calling Caitlin. They are conspiring to stop this wedding. Sidebar: that Chris's boobs are out there, like. Fully boobs. She ate. The boobies, and she I'm ate. here for it. The outfit was neat. I love it. I, she has the boobs. I mean, this is like, you know, minimal work Chris Jenner. And I think Very main good. character. Yeah. Right. Loved it. Be at the chapel like this. Loved it. Chris confronts Courtney and says, this feels wrong. Your family isn't here. Acknowledges that Scott's family isn't here at all. Uh, Courtney sees her point. This doesn't feel right. She goes to talk to Scott. Maybe they should wait. Scott agrees. They decide not to get married. Whew, what a relief. Back at the Calabasas Ranch, Caitlin bursts in on Kendall and catches the tiny dog. Kendall has to come clean and admit that this is her dog. Caitlin goes to one of the other official conference phones in their home and calls Chris. Chris says, I stopped the wedding, and then pretends to have a bad connection and hangs up. Back in Vegas, and the family is now at dinner, cheersing to the wedding that almost was. They jokingly ask Chris for her permission, to her blessing, to have premarital sex. And Chloe says, ride him like you've never ridden a horse before. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I literally wrote, ugh. <laughs> now they are in another club dancing on a ledge, and my heart is broken for what we're doing as a society. They leave the club, get in the elevator, start taking their clothes off. The elevator doors open. There's some basic Vegas bros that are standing there. They see Chloe topless. They're home from Vegas. Wearing some questionable outfits, I say, like Ed Hardy Loved style. It. <laughs> Loved outfits. it. Loved mm-hmm. it. Loved it. Caitlin goes to get Kendall. There is dog poop on the floor of her room. And it's like literally real dog poop. And that's the end. <sighs> that was a dramatic finish. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Let's on it. Go, right, Keila, go. It. Give us your okay, best. I'm gonna say this for everyone at home or on the train. I this episode was a filler. I think it was just to introduce us to Scott. Um, 
So there, that's all I'm going to say about that. Now on to my audit. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about some relational pieces that stuck out to me. The first being how mature Courtney was, like truly not panicked with the pregnancy test and goes, I'm just going to call Scott. Like it doesn't, Chloe's like, do you want to, Chris, like, let's tell, let's tell Chris, da, 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 da. Courtney goes, no, I'm just going to call Scott. And she did. And then he I came to the house and they talked too. about it. I was like, that yeah. is so mature. And there's something yeah, really interesting about Chloe because years from now, parenthood becomes like a focal point of her, I hate to say character on the show. Like she leaves the show for a bit to focus on being a parent. So it's just really, I don't know. It was really beautiful to Wait, me. Chloe or Courtney? Courtney. Courtney, Courtney leaves Courtney. to parent. Okay. She's like, this is not yeah, that to important say, to Chloe. me. And then just leaves the show for a bit. And that's like why she and Kim fight. Like there are a bunch of things that happen. That's foreshadowing. But I just thought it was cool. She's like, let me call Scott and just talk about it. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting too. And nice because at, I don't know if I was like 27, 28, if that would have been my first call. I don't yeah, think I, don't I would know. have been mature enough. I would have been like, oh, let me call my friends. Let me call my what mom. Let me call everyone but the yeah. guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I would have been scared of his reaction. And she just like, yep, calling him right now. I was like, oh. So I think that yeah. says a lot. I don't know if it says more about her or their relationship at the time. Both. How comfortable and safe she felt. Yeah. And I also and I also thought when he came over and they were having a conversation, he seemed genuinely blindsided when he looked at the camera and was like, wish you would have told us, told me yourself. I yeah. wish it was just me and you. I was like, a first real moment on the show. I got excited about that yeah. because he did look like, no, 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 no. I wanted to know this alone. And she's just sitting there like, yeah, so we'll just go to the doctor. Like, she was so chill about the whole thing. What do you guys think really happened? Like, did she really think she was pregnant and they decided to make – like, how did we get this half-pregnancy test? How did all of this come to be? I don't know how you get a half-pregnancy test. I don't know that much about pregnancy science. Yeah, I don't know that much about it. I do think pieces of Scott's reaction were real. Um, Uh But I don't know if the whole plot about – them taking the test. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. We don't, don't have to know. We I don't like the reaction. Know. I liked, he was collected. He's like, we'll figure it out. They go to the doctor. Yeah. Even if the doctor's was fake, it's like and- a reasonable step. But it was just a really, like, that was cool. Can I that say something cool about the doctor? I, I was thinking to myself, watching it, seeing the private places that they go now and the people that they call, like they have certain doctors on speed dial, very private upscale places that they go for a checkup. This looked like a free clinic when she was up there sitting with her legs propped up for a pregnancy test and seeing that horrible place and him sitting in a a lot. I was just like, this is a free clinic. My, we have come so, so far because it just is so vastly different than what they do now. It was Well, everything is aesthetic now. Like everything's Lego style, minimalist. Okay, this is a great transition to my next point. When they go to Posh Puppy, child, I gasped. It was like a strip mall (laughs) in Calabasas. It looked so rusty, like a puppy mill. Like we've just come so far in the adopt, don't shop movement that. Yes. 
Like, what also, is where going is on? that dog? I never saw that dog again throughout the years. That was the last time I ever saw that dog on that, that show. That dog okay. was the most Why? inbred heart failure dog. Like, <laughs> where is leave that? her alone. Leave her alone. I don't. I did some research, and it's complicated because the Kardashian pet legacy is like half clear, half shady. What I can confirm is that Kylie has two dogs today. A snake and then some horses. A snake. Okay. I know Kendall Kylie ha- has all those things. I'm so sorry. Kendall. Kendall, Kendall has those okay. things. Kendall. That was okay, the only okay. one I, I could Kendall do does. a dive in. Kendall has like weird Doberman pets. dogs, right? Like, she does. Kylie she does. has Kylie has like the weird like Norman and other what she calls Normie. Like she her dogs look Normie. weird, like Kylie does. They're so sh- small and short and skinny, and they look like little stick figure dogs running around. Oh, they're all over the like place. Um, it's not a greyhound, but it's a skinny dog. It looks yeah, anxious. they're really skinny. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, cute. I don't know what kind of dog that is, but they look very strange running around. Dog specialist. Yeah, we're gonna I mean, get like help. we're gonna get PETA on us. So the That's, point is, well, a dog say, fly don't under shop. Stop! <laughs> don't shop. That's what people. Need uh, to know. I will say about the dogs seeing Gabbana. Um, while it looks so, Gabbana looks so young and later on he passes away mm-hmm. or she passes the, away on the show, which I thought was so sad. And it I got is. really excited. I was like, look at Gabbana. It's looking so, young. so small and so young. And, and hearing Kendall say like, that's not my dog. And knowing how hard dog. she took. Yeah. But knowing yep. how hard she took the passing of Gabbana later, I was just watching that like, oh, that's just that's sad. And. I don't I'm know. sorry. I just thought that was sad. I have a clarifying question. Okay. What? Their fucking dog's name is Gabbana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally? Yes. I, that's incredible yes, foreshadowing. Yes, the dog's name is Gabbana. Yes. yes. And they eventually get a contract with Dolce & Gabbana. Yes. Speaking of- in, in between, who call them trash of the earth? Yes. Yes. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've yes. come. Yes. It's her. Yes. Courtney's wedding. Okay. Last note about the animal. The house politics in this episode- truly are mind-boggling the thought that a child would be able to hide a dog from their parent in a house in which your two older sisters are taking a pregnancy test locked into your parents bathroom is beyond me i was like out loud to the tv i said ain't no way and i know it's a staged (laughs) plot but like total y'all are all over this house wearing heels you're wearing shoes in your parents house there are phones all over the place the point is, you couldn't have hidden a secret there if a secret was ready to be hidden. Like, why would you go no there to hide way. something? You don't at have Kardashian to. headquarters to and hide something. You don't even have to. It's in everybody's space. Like, there's no space. Like, there's I wonder no whose idea space. was it to have it there. Every all roads were like back at that at Chris's house. I at wonder. the ranch. Well, yeah, it's cost. Like it's cost effective if we all just shoot in the same location. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess so. Then trapeze around town and get different permits to shoot at each of the sisters' apartments. Why not bring you? Yeah, they the house? do that later. Yes, which is a cost. But then if everyone just comes to the house, Chris wants to be in it anyway. It's so much cost effective. Yeah, the house. The house. It's a boundaryless place, right? Because people are hiding all these things that they don't need to hide because anything – again, we've said this before. I cannot reiterate it enough. 
This was their house before the cameras were rolling that you could go have sex with your boyfriend. You could go drink underage. Oh, my God. There's fucking dog Dance shit on the, on the floor. It's nasty. These are nasty yeah. people. These are yeah. nasty people. With ugly furniture. We're living oh, in George oh Bush's God. America at this time, right? Like, my parents would GBA. never. That would never happen. Hmm. So, first of all, we don't wear shoes in my parents' house. I don't wear shoes in my house. But, like, to be too, going but- through my house, my parents' house, in a heeled boot, like a heeled shoe, locking your their bathroom stick door. on their vanity? The way oh, I would never God. be allowed back in the house. First of all, my mom would <laughs> be would like, the you took a pregnancy test and put it on my bathroom counter? Yeah. What is wrong with She's you? Like, jail. Be at my- yes. You're going to jail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. somewhere else. So I snuck out of mind. the house one time. Well, I only once the house. Confessional. confessional. I got caught one time okay. by the police. <laughs> oh, and they no. call my mom. They call my mom. Embarrassing. And she comes to pick me up. From jail. And she says, no, from the side of the – I was 13. I was on the side of the road with the cops, and they said, come get your daughter. My mom shows up, and she says, can you put her in jail? What? And they said – My mom said the same. And they said, no. She's like, do it. Uh, And they're like, we can't. And she's like, what's the worst you can do to her? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She did not want to take me home. I had to go to an adjudication. I had to do community service, all of oh these things. God. To be clear, and I'm not I'm no cop apologist, but the cops were like, Are you sure? Like <laughs> she's like, no. That no, no, was no, what no. my mother was doing. She yeah. was not wearing a boob dress allowing. Uh, goodness, sex sorry. This is a great segue into my audible moment, which is Chris's need to be one of the girls. And I know we talk about this, or maybe I speak about this every single week. This but is this your song. time, this was a bit much. Okay. Um, this time, I, just the idea of, so my mom was not, she, was a, she wasn't very strict. She was very close to us, but later on became friend-like, but she was mom first always. And I think- And I know I don't have any kids, but I've been someone's child. So I feel like I could still speak on this. I will say that like having that line of respect first as a parent and then friendship growing from there is to me the better way to go because there's so, (laughs) there's so many lines being crossed uh, in their interactions with Chris and I'm just mortified. Write them like you, you know, like you've never written a horse before in front of your mother you know, yeah. cursing and fr- I, we didn't even curse. My grandmother used to curse like a sailor. But if her 40, 50 something year old kids said a curse word, she'd be like, blasphemous out of my house. Like we never could curse I did not curse in, in front, front of, of our mom. parents or grandparents. And seeing um, Chris dancing on, you know, stage with her kids in Vegas. And, and when, you know, Courtney's deciding to get married and she's just like, court we haven't even had the engagement party yet and she's calling Caitlin like I don't know what to do you're a parent say stop or at least say something and even to just call back to that playboy episode which I feel like we'll always call back to that playboy episode um you know not feeling comfortable speaking up or speaking to her children because she's so desperately wants to be one of the girls it's really disturbing to watch. And it also feels like watching her not really interact with those last two girls. That also says a lot to me too, that stands out a lot. I know the deal was, and she said it in an interview before that 
Caitlin wanted those kids. So Caitlin was going to have to be the person to raise those kids. That was the deal. That was, you know, so she felt very comfortable being hands off in their younger years. And we don't see her really get interested on the show until they're of money making age. (laughs) So I, I just, that was watching all of that and knowing what we know now, it was just like, this person is really not a good mother. It's really sad. not a good mother. It's yeah. really sad. Mm-hmm. I will say, I wonder how much we don't see of Chris doing. I'm not an apologist. Yeah, she I goes. wonder how much we don't <laughs> she see goes. of her, like, of the smaller moments for them. Like, we see a lot of Caitlin shuttling the two younger girls back and forth. But the mm-hmm. argument that Chris and Caitlin had in the kitchen about, well, what would her father say? Chris mm-hmm. is making dinner. And like Chris took the girls to the pet shop. And so I just – the edit is really interesting to me because the girls are are children. So I wonder what – what did their every day of like child rearing look like? I don't doubt that. Chris does say like I wanted to take a back seat in parenting, which I don't have a problem with. I think they're – relationships that do that. But I'm just curious like what did their day-to-day look like when they weren't shooting with the older children? Mm Because I feel like – Chris was more present. She didn't do like, oh, no. the shuttling like um, Caitlin did and some of that mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm just curious, like, what did it look like before the cameras came? I hear you. But to but for her to say later on, like, you know, Caitlin knew the deal. Those were the kids that they wanted. Yeah. So that's the kids that you raise. Like, and yeah. to see that in action, you said it and now I see it. And I would lean in more to your point, Kila, if we didn't have the history following it, seeing yeah. continuously the hands-off approach until they're of money-making age. Like, to me, that just brings it on home and proves the point that you suck. <laughs> you I'm suck not as a parent. I also oh, wonder, you can. Like, do you think, no, do you think that they had some type of agreement for the two younger girls about how much they were able to be filmed? No, I don't, don't think so, so because there's thirst buckets in the in the worst way. Mm, Bring yeah. everyone into the fold because we wouldn't have seen them mm. at all. There was really right, yeah, no reason. There's no need. There's no need. We don't see any of the kids in the later. Ooh, sorry, y'all. The, the way minor. that they have now established the A line and the B line of this being A line mm. is Kardashians and B line is Jenners, like which is still the case to this day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and where Chris and Chris has clearly thrown in. <laughs> On the Kardashian A-line. Like, that is her. And she invested yeah. in in the B. She has a lot her hand in the Jenner line, too. Because they make money. Now. Yeah. 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 Now. I think she they make said money that Kylie now. is her favorite now. Yeah, they are. Yes. They will say that. They joke Everyone about it all that. the time. Yeah. And yeah. I do but think that, that wasn't like. that true then. Kim no, was that definitely then. was not true. Yeah. Kim was her favorite for many years. And I do think, honestly, like parents do have favorites and they go through eras. I was my parents' favorite. Everyone knows it until I was about Ooh, 17 years old. Oh, my God. Shout out to my, my siblings. Shout out to this. my siblings. Not shout they, out to my siblings. But I, I, shout out to my siblings. Jasmine's going to get jumped outside of her house by her siblings. No, this is a well-known fact. My siblings and I were very we're having guest stars. Hold on, I got the next show. <laughs> the my, bring the them Nelson. on to defend themselves. Um, but I'm not no, they, texting your mother. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but they know that. Like we talk about it. It's a well-known fact. But guess what? My youngest sister is now the favorite, and there is nothing. 
that you can say. She could burn a house down and my dad would be like, she was having a bad day. Give her a break. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, so I, like, when did she become the Jenner? favorite? Correct. Correct. <laughs> but when said. did she become the favorite? Like, what did she do to become the favorite? I don't know. what We're still trying to figure that out, but it's been mm. going on for about 10 years now. This is so this is FBI. everyone has like a 10 year era with the parents mm-hmm. over here where they're like, we love that, you know, and it just, we laugh about it because we, you know, we know our parents eras. love us and it's fine, but there are eras of like the faves and I am not the favorite Brent, do you anymore. think you ha- have you been part of a faves era with your sibling? You guys, my mom lives with me. She is. Above me. So you're winning. You're winning right, right now. Yes, yeah, so you're obviously the fame. What matters no. is that you're winning right now. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say, no, I will say this. My my brother did have a fave era when I was a pain in the ass. And mm. surprise, surprise, the juvenile intervention didn't work. And <laughs> I was a rowdy <laughs> teenager. Um, and, and my brother Lucas was um, a real rule follower. And so he was easier. My mom has a soft spot that she would never have for anyone else than Lucas in a specific way. But I really don't look yes. at it as favorites. She, he can just get away with anything um, yeah. that that I cannot. But again, she lives with me, which he might be like, yeah, joke's on you. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Favorite era, what? Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Keela, what about you? She I just texted know. her I mom really, to ask her. I really oh, want to meet. You just texted. Yeah, I did. I'm opening up the conversation. I'm going to call her later. I I want to be in my healing era with my siblings, so I don't want to go on the record and say something. But okay. I will All say right. – We'll talk about it later. I'm a Libra. I'm a rule follower and an anxious child. So I think I gave my parents the least amount of grief. Like I was like – That was me. But they appreciate the least because you were the oldest. Right, right. Like, and my parents, I've asked them about parenting things and they've been like, oh, we don't know. We just, you're the oldest. We just thought we'd try something. And so I, I think, (laughs) I think that would make me likable because I gave them, I think I gave them the least amount of stress. That's why I was the favorite because I listened. healing era. Yeah. I don't want to accuse my siblings of anything because I (laughs) I want to. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I get that. In an era of connection. Um, yes, of course, of course. But, my siblings know what's up. We talk about that all the time. So I think my mom has a soft spot for each of my siblings, and I am the oldest, and I I see that soft spot with them, of where my mom mm-hmm. is, is soft with them. Hmm. So we're in the Kylie and you know Chris, the Jenner. Era. I wonder who will be. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see in, in, well, in recent daytime. The yeah. next gen. North, yeah. North is coming up. It's yeah. Yeah. North is sliding into money making age. The dream Kardashian era. Okay. Can I give one last audit point? Sure. Do it. This is nonsensical. I just want to talk about clubs. I I am deeply Midwestern, so I didn't like club a lot or do not club often, but Mm -hmm. I just love club culture. I've never been to Vegas, but when they go to a club called Rain, one of the clubs is called Rain and the other club is called Moon. I'm screaming. I love that. I love a theme. And then when Somehow Kim gets the mic at the club and goes, what's up, everyone? It's Princess Kim Kardashian. (laughs) I'm obsessed. I would have have loved this in my early 20s. I love talking into microphones. I love a theme. I love a mess. Like, (laughs) it just would have been so fun. And I just want to say that clubs, what's going on? It's just so fun. If anyone is a club and wants us to do a promotion, please. I'd love to. Uh, uh, 
I'd we'll love do to an do appearance, a club promotion, a live recording. So I was fun. a club from girl. the club. From the I club, I would right, love it. From the club, I would love it. That would be. Let me play a set. <laughs> I would love it. Once you hear that in the background, that's the new music. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the background. I will say, I was definitely a club girl. I was snuck into a club at seventeen. I can't remember. Uh, what? I can't. I've been going to teen club since I was like fourteen. The years teen old. club. Okay, we did not that... have teen club, but I think I would love a teen club if I. Oh, were teen I loved a teen club. Wait, so I were you in your journalist drinks. era? And your teen club era at the same time. It was all going casual. on at the same. Oh, yes, You're a teen club. Yes, I would have loved. Yes, to meet you. you were taking oh, notes man. in the bathroom. Was, oh, mm-hmm. oh man, and I, <laughs> yeah, even down to like the hottest restaurants and stuff. I would be like, I'm writing an article, and they would give me free food. I'm like, Ooh, I want to meet the so general powerful. manager of this place, and they would like have dinner with general managers of like top restaurants and stuff. I was, yeah, I was. And I love I, that. I didn't even, there was no Uber. I didn't have a car yet. I was so young. But when I did, I don't know how, I guess I was telling my parents, like, drop me off here or whatever. At the um, club. But No, when it, club time came, like, oh yeah, at the teen clubs. And then when I got older, I had a car. And then there was this club called T-Town in Houston. And the it names. was like three Papa clubs. Papa Woody's was our teen club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like Papa that at all. Papa Woody's I do not like so that. inappropriate. As a parent, I'd be oh, like, no. Oh my gosh. You're Absolutely never going not. there. You, you yeah, better not be caught over there down. as a parent. It was just yeah. trucker speed and like oh. mini skirts. Absolutely oh, not. gosh. Yeah, no, no. Absolutely no. not. That's yeah. so funny. See? See what I'm saying? At T-Town was three clubs in one. Every no. Friday, the ladies, aka girls, would get in free Children. before 11. Exactly. Free you before 11. Yeah. Well, no, this Three was in my 11. Like, I was 17. So this was an 18 and up club at this point when T-Town was. And I would put on my business casual outfit. Blazer. Mm-hmm. Run, Express. Run to the line to slacks. try to get there free. <laughs> yes. It's slacks and my little top. And, and a little notebook. Run to the, yes. <laughs> ready to go. No glasses. And I would go and have... I love to dance. I was a dancer my whole life. I was in there doing um, dance battles. And I mean, it was just such a good. Yes, I was dance battling every Friday night with like people in there. Like it was like save the last dance or something in there. It was journalist, business professional, teen girl, epic (laughs) dancer. She did it all. I always loved the club. Wow. We have to Loved do an it. episode from Vegas. We, we must. have to do a club episode. <laughs> I'm going to be there Vegas, next month. Please. I'll think about you. Yeah, Would they let us fly into out. a teen club? <laughs> no, and they shouldn't. <laughs> and they absolutely should not. To your what family life from the teen, teen club. club. All I'm going to be doing in there is what calling everyone's parents. Get, get, get them out of here. We get into a and we tried to get into the teen club. <laughs> Never been kissed. We are 18. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely what if I fall in love with a 16-year-old? No, that's, that's illegal. Jail. That's <laughs> literally it's giving what is her name? Mary Kay Letourneau. Immediate jail. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Clubs are everything. Wow. I didn't know that about you. I would I was a Midwest girl. We need to go, to, go to a club. Papa Woody's. You could have no. she was going out. You can never say Papa Woody's to me again. That was so scary. <laughs> it's crazy. Y'all, we Papa. have to do this is a business trip because this is a business. We need to go to the yeah. we need to go to Vegas. You have, to, you have to go to a club. And, and the clubs in Vegas are so 
cheesy and fun. I would love so stupid. They all have so themes and I oh. love them so much. You so can Kila, only get alcohol love. or Red Bull. That's it. That's There's nothing it. else. Disgusting. That's it. You have the real experience. Hydrate before you get there. Yeah. Nope. That's all I drank when I would go to you Vegas. Can back smoke in the everywhere. Day. Well, yes. Stop like being back. In the, I guarantee that fantasy suite of the palms has not been updated. And oh out. no. Okay, we have, we have to go. We have to go. I can't believe you haven't gone. I would love to like go with Midwest. you for your first time. We're oh doing my god. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anything trip. else? Engagement the party. Do you ever oh, get engaged? Yes. Yes. Engagement party. <laughs> oh, bachelorette, bachelorette party. Uh, That's absolute uh, chaos. Wow. We'll surface right, that yeah. offline. Okay, PCA, any audit? That's all I got this week. That's all I had too. Should we talk current events? To the news of the week, you all. The Top time is limited. There's so much news. Oh, we need we a little begin? like Dateline song before we go into current events. Da, da, da. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, romantic. Oh, it's giving uh, Lifetime movie. It's also giving like horror, low key. Like, horror. <laughs> she said <laughs> so it's, it's giving scary. horror. A little, a little. Oh. <laughs> Batter up. <laughs> Jeff, <Get up>. what? <laughs> you to... <laughs> You're up to pitch. Um, what have you got today? I don't Get even up. know where to start. There is so much pop culture. Do you want to start with Black China? Pick one. Let's do it. Let's I can start, start with... with Black China. Please okay. do. Yeah. I just I, I there's not much to say. I'm following it so closely. I'm gonna call her Angela White because that's what she's Please calling do. herself. Please do. That's so Aww. respectful. Okay, let's yes. do it. Yeah, and I'll yeah. say, I don't know where we go after this as a podcast, as friends. I don't know. After this oh season God. ends, are we going? We don't know. We haven't decided yet. Yes. But I have decided I wanted to include Black China because I have Aww. this idea of her having never watched her and Rob's show, having only seen photos of her and thinking, that's an absurd looking person. Yes. Uh, only knowing the Kardashian perspective of her lawsuit and those things and then seeing the court sketches. And now I'm watching her Instagram lives because for the readers who don't know, Black China is removing all of the work from her body. So the butt implants, the boob implants, dissolving all the fillers in her face. And she's doing all this like live on her Instagram. It's fascinating. And she's talking to the doctors along the way. And the doctors are saying, here's why the silicone, like silicone is bad for your body. And here's what people don't know. It's educational. She's doing this like as a cause. And she is like the cutest, sweetest, Mm -hmm. nicest, and most intelligent like funny and I have been I have built her up to be this like circus person and she's not and then she's doing mm-hmm. this thing she made 240 million dollars on OnlyFans last mm-hmm. year and then shut that shit down because oh she said mm-hmm. I'm good I, I'm worth more than this and I'm yes like, I'm uh-huh. not but that's great <laughs> like I'm not either for the records so. yeah, yeah we're like, not above it but wow okay doing feet pics so like I'm into her journey. I'm into this. Now I'm rooting for her. The Kardashians had me all in my head that she was like a money grubbing, you know, like Billy hanger on Lisa. of the fam. But listen, I'm team Angela White in this moment. We, I might take it back, but I, I'm following this closely. Just know that for the team, yes. I'm on the case. I'm on love the beat. She's I love like that. <laughs> I have yeah. been following this too. And I will say what she's doing is so huge because it's – it's starting a trend and it's, mm. she's not the only person doing this. She's the only person, uh, I think at this magnitude, but a lot of like the lower uh, level, like Instagram girls are starting mm. to do this too. Like, yeah. look at me, I removed my lips The the YouTube girls are starting to talk about, you know, I took out my fillers as well. 
I'm no longer wearing my hair this way. You know, it, like it's it's starting. Oh, taking down my nails. My nails aren't this long yeah. anymore. That's also something that Angela White, aka Black China, mentioned that she's doing. And I think that's it makes me so happy for people like my niece who are young, impressionable girls who, for the most part, most of their life have grown up watching people look this way and thinking that it was normal. And now seeing people publicly denounce this filler Botox, you know, ass shots kind of lifestyle. That's, I think it's kind of revolutionary, if I'm being honest. It's something interesting. We haven't been here yet. We went from... Like everything's so body. Like we're this is not a joke when I say this, but like it's very much body politic. Like it's about getting hotter and filters and you can do all those things, but I think there's something really interesting and political about being honest about the work you've had done and being alive, getting it undone. I also yes. think about Black China. I always have a soft spot for her because of the way her mom is Tokyo Tony and yes. they had a show together and the way Tokyo talks to Black China is like very stressful for me. And so I can only imagine what that's like. And her mom is like an internet person too. Like how to grow up with that dynamic, Mm -hmm. to be fighting Mm -hmm. for custody over your children, I imagine is a very stressful To not stand a chance because, yeah, you don't have the money or the capital. Yeah. Yeah. Or the capital. Yeah. As you all are talking, I will point out the flaw in the the plan, which is – it's it's great to watch Black China do it. I love it. If all the Instagram girlies are doing it, what we're really rolling back is like black aesthetic too, right? Uh, all ooh, the things you, like when we have ooh. the white girls who are now taking their lips down, taking their nails off, and like yes, mm-hmm. they were appropriating those things, but now we're gonna say that like now heroin chic is back in mm-hmm. white it's is back in 2007, where it's yeah. just about being skinny we'll and white. It's Yes. Prepper thin emo. lips, thin brows, yeah. short yeah. nails. Yeah. Like, Blood culture. So yes, I'm not saying that they should continue appropriating that, but now it's going to – there are some you know, people who can't make their lips smaller, right? And things like that. Yeah. Or their butts smaller. Or their smaller. Butt smaller. Right. Yeah. So like are we going to roll it all the way back? And it's like the literal name Black China and she's turning it back to Angela White is like a little too on the nose for me. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if you're like a trend caster, tell us like what you're seeing because I think some trend casters were like, we're getting back to heroin. What is what we used to look like? Not twee, like the party monster. What is that? American apparel era. Like that's oh, where we're going. Yeah. I think we yeah. are going that way. Look at the the jeans and you know the, the oversized rides, jeans, the low yeah. rise, synonymous with whiteness. That whole look, it's like, about era. Skinny. Yeah. It's about the hip being bones, skinny. The mm-hmm. like, yeah, all of it. Yeah, so. arrow. You're right, Here that we is go. Something. And I, I, but I think in the black community, obviously, we've always celebrated what people came to realize was quote unquote cool. That's something that, especially in the South, like if you were a thin black woman, they'd be like, put some meat on your bones, go eat more. We've always mm-hmm. celebrated that. Um, but it is going to be interesting to see. Hopefully it's not going to, we're going to go in the exact opposite direction, but based on how things are shaping up with so many other things that are happening in the news now, that's not pop culture related, but all these laws and we don't have to go there. I but mean, we're it is seeing, pop culture related. But. Well, yeah, but we see things going in such an opposite direction. It's not just kind of easing back. We're flipping things. And so 
this will be interesting to follow. But I am in the short term really excited to see people celebrate what they really look like. And that's such a positive message. And it makes me excited. A person who's never had a filler or anything like that and, you know, always been happy about seeing beautiful regular faces and regular bodies and natural. So I'm excited to see that trend come back, it, it, at least at the very least for the Black community. Not you calling us regular. <laughs> regular, degular, <laughs> schmeck, average. <laughs> you average beautiful. Average, yeah. you, you know. normals, normies, yes, not girls, dancer, club, Jasmine, So that's cool. I'm excited. Okay, so uh, one more thing. So Tristan Thompson oh and Chloe reconciliation, clown part eight. Weird. Uh, you know, apparently they, you know, his mom passed away. Tragedy brings people together at times, and he's already been spotted with another woman. So. Girls. I'm so tired of cheating. Girls. I'm so tired of cheating. There's no excuse for it. They're In the so age tired of cheating. polyamory and like. I know. I know. When communication, you can have whatever you want. It's so not. This yeah. is my platform. Cheating is corny. Stop. Ugh. Cheating is so corny and Just completely say unnecessary. That you don't want somebody. Like, say it nicely, but like. Also. What? Do we need to get journalist jazz on the case here? Because I'm seeing a trail of mom bodies in the Kardashian empire. What is mom body? What is mom body? Of moms passing away. (laughs) Oh. Okay. You broke it wide open. That, okay. That has a lot to do. Also the mental, mental stuff that goes on with all of their men as well. There's a, there's a lot of common, unfortunate themes with all of their men. I mean, we. I wish we had like a flip chart <laughs> to break it all down because there is, but that is a part of it too. You're I got to right. think about this. Yeah. Because black women, like the mortality rate, I'm going to leave it at that. I need to go like journal about this. Exactly. We, we can come back to that. But um, anyways, I just thought that was pretty ridiculous that yet again, she's signing up to be disgraced and embarrassed. And this man obviously has a problem. and. I also want to say I feel for people whose partners they have children with and are cheating on you. That is exhausting because you can't get away from this person. You have children together. I know. You're trapped. It's just so – I mean, there's a lot of like abuse and psychological whatever, but like how exhausting. How exhausting. But she keeps signing up for it. So Even if she didn't take him back, they'd be like, look, this is Tristan Thompson. That is exhausting. Her daughter's going to grow up and read all of this. It's just so embarrassing. It's so, ugh. So embarrassing. And then also, too, I want to talk real quickly about Avril and Tyga. Obsessed. Ugh, What's going on? I don't. Just Avril <laughs> is a Republican. I need I everyone do to not know She is. She yes! is. What? She is yes! a Canadian she is. Republican. I went on a deep dive. Avril is a Republican. And she dated what? Brody Jenner. Didn't she date Brody Jenner? She was engaged to Brody Jenner. And now she's running around with Tyga, who everyone knows is Kylie Jenner's ex of five years, who's also Black China's, Black China's father of her son. Yes. Yeah. I actually really Just like Tyga. He's like cleaned up his act a lot. You think? A lot. I have to go in. I haven't. Well, I mean, didn't he meet Kylie when she was 13? Yes. Yes. As soon as I said this, I was like, ooh, mm-hmm, the curse mm-hmm, of talking about a man. 
But he has cleaned up in some ways. A tiger apologist. <laughs> yes. For the record, it's me, Chris. Um, don't. I'm going to redact that. Every time I praise a man here, it's me. Walk mm. it back. Mm-hmm. He has like a porn company. Um, Ma'am. Wait a no, minute. What is about hiring trans women? He did one good thing. So. Never mind. Let me just be quiet. Uh, I'm going to go on mute. No, girl. Uh-uh. Tiger's trash. We're going to move on from him. He did He's one trash. good thing. Yeah, okay. Bro. This is such a stunt, though. This is such a publicity yeah. stunt because there's no way that those two humans have anything are like, in common. Well, money. They no. both have money. That's what they have in common. What they have it, money. How is Avril Lavigne not disappearing the Kardashians are in common. Because she like, refuses to go away. And also, emo is trending. Like, what is it called? Oh, she's the most basic of humans. Like Ooh, Avril? she was on the charts. Yes. Yeah, Avril was on the charts. A basic, like the most basic. I used to wear a, a tie and a tank top back in wow. the day because I thought that was such a holy cool look. shit. See, yeah, Avril's okay. impact. Um, even maybe gets I was to the a journalist. different age. I even yeah. I even tried I to skateboard once. Stan. Yeah. Oh, I wow. loved skater boy. I fell wow. and that was the end of it. But I tried. Wow. And that was the end of that era in my life. I actually so brave. have ties to this day. I'm like, I need to give these away. I don't wear ties. You absolutely need to donate them. Okay. <laughs> or maybe I'll put yeah. it on Tucker. <laughs> it's too big for him. Girl, what's the next thing? All right. And the last thing is the queens of R&B. If you're not Ooh. watching this show on Bravo, you are missing out on... <laughs> it's stressing me out. Compelling television. Um, if you like R&B from the 90s, it's SWV and the group Escape. They've come together to have a reality show that chronicalizes their one night only big celebration concert that they're supposed to be doing together. But leading up to that concert, the level of drama that ensues is just, it's off the charts. <laughs> It's wild. Jasmine, why is it down to three members? Where's the fourth? The fourth member is Latasha, and she has exited from this group because Escape has had notorious issues with her wanting to, every time they experience the height of their fame, she wants to use that to catapult her as a solo artist, and she can sing her face off, but it never works out. The the sum is greater than its parts, And she hasn't realized that. And so this was the final straw for them. But what's really making this show so polarizing is that Uh Latasha has a sister in the group, Escape. And it's come out that Latasha and her husband, who's her manager, who kind of is like Ike Turner. And that's wild right there. It's It's so wild that they stole her sister's money. And the mother is taking up for Latasha and her husband has always been absolutely horrible to Tamika, which is Tasha's sister. And all of this is bubbling up within the group escape and it's all being, you know, followed through the show. Then we have SWV, which is just the breath of fresh air on the show, sweet, (laughs) living their lives, you know, really, really level-headed and amazing. And I've always loved their music more than I've loved Escape's music. And now the last episode basically shows them Escape saying, when we go on this one night only show, we want to be top billing. We should be getting paid three times more than you all. And SWV is like, we sold 30 million records. You sold 7 million. What are we talking about? (laughs) What 
are we talking yeah. about? Why aren't we co-headlining? Why aren't we splitting the money down in the middle? It is, it's just a lot going on and it's really interesting to follow. And then somehow Tamar Braxton steps into the chat, so to speak. What? Where is she connected She's to She's involved because apparently she went on a show and basically kind of commented on all of this, including something about Candy and Escape's, Escape. I'll just say that Escape's life story was allegedly stolen by Carlos King, who everyone knows is like the housewife, biggest producer guy. And Tamar was kind of on his side, which, which sent Candy into a tailspin. So it's been a big mess going on. Wow. I will say that even if you're not following all of the mess that I just mentioned, wow. you have to see this show. And the episodes are free and in full, full episodes are free on um on the Bravo channel on YouTube. So everyone go check it out because it's just <laughs> been a lot going on. And it's really interesting to see egos at play. Um, with Escape. And now that's why they're three, because Tasha wanted to run off and do her own thing. Wow. Still not successful. I just want to, listening to you talk about that, I'm reflecting and I'm grateful to whoever had this idea of like what are they called the 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 verses or whatever? Yes. Like, oh my god, the verses. Yes. That was the yeah. Verses, yeah. Those that led to this show. Like who? I'm yes. just gonna give credit uh, to Babyface for no reason. Like let's just say it was Babyface's <laughs> <Stop>. idea. Many evidence this is for you. <laughs> yeah, I just it's on my heart that it was his idea. But whoever said the people want to see this was Swiss correct. <laughs> yeah, was a hundred percent correct. Swiss. Yes. Oh so yeah, yeah. and Thank now you. we have oh, all of this. Now we have all this more, I say. Give me more. Yeah. I'll take you guys it. have to watch the Nick show. Nick Lachey is, is hosting so things on Netflix. I'm here for it. Yes. We love it. We yeah. love this resurgence. Back yeah, we will do it. They'll do special appearances at Papa Woody's. And it's oh, so Stop. Stop. We should call this episode Stop. Papa Woody's. Absolute jail. No. I do not want to be linked. You don't want to even be involved in the it same just sentence. evokes a 13-year-old with a boner. It's like the worst of all a things. A teen club? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, good old, The good old days. A good- Somebody get us out of this mess. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> Take it away. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening this week. Make sure that you rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Follow us at The Pop Culture Audit on Instagram. And we'll talk to you next week. Until then...